Get ready for a week-long celebration of music, community and fabulous fun with Joy Radiothon 2024. Joy has the largest collection of rainbow podcast content in the world and you can help keep us out loud and proud by donating during Joy Radiothon 2024. Just go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. Mark it in your calendars because Joy Radiothon returns June 1st to 7th and remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy 94.9, Murphy's Law this afternoon. How are you, Timbo? I'm good, babe. How are you? Can you smell something in the studio and in the air this afternoon? What is that? My sister's not here. Oh, that's what it is. Anna Murphy has flown the coop for a week. She's in Japan with my 74-year-old Christian mother, living (laughs) it up there. Does does she speak a lick of the local language? No. Nothing. So I've got stories to tell you already. She's only been there since, when did she fly out? Oh, that's right, Saturday. There's a story in that itself. (laughs) (laughs) Me having to pick them both up at one o'clock in the morning. Should I tell really? it now? Should I get into it? No, we no, can't no, no, tell. No, I don't no, want to jump. No, I don't no, want to no. give away all the big stuff. But no. look, there's going to be a million stories that come back with her next week. Oh, um, God. She's gone over there with my quite crazy 74-year-old Christian mother. She's who, a treat, that one. She's a treat. She'll be talking to, to all the locals in Japan about her bunions. <laughs> the bunion city down there. Oh, yep. gosh, yes. I remember going to the theatre with Faye and she was a treat. She's a treat. And Anna Murphy, this is the thing. She, Anna has a tendency, you know, you bag out your parents and she always bags her out, but they're so similar. <laughs> That's the thing. And two of them in Japan yeah. with no idea. The mouth won't stop on No, of both of them we talking and the Japanese <laughs> will be nodding their head going, who's, who's these crazy blondes? <laughs> Anyway, that's coming up soon. We've got heaps to talk about too. Ninja gorillas on the way. Naked Florida men. <laughs> not, it's a, not a good story, by no. the way. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> There's a whole plethora of stuff. The other one I'm going to see tonight, which I'll do a review on next week, is the Avengers. Oh, now I haven't are seen you? any of the other Avengers, so I'm just going cold turkey. <laughs> yeah, it's any of them at all? I'm just going sort of like off. The, I've never seen any of them. I don't even know what it's about. I know it's a superhero thing, but I don't know who's in it. I have no idea. I'm just going absolutely just. I just want to do it. I feel like I need to. It's now the biggest movie released. Since, it is. It is since absolutely time huge. began. Um, so I'm going to do that tonight with a mate, and he thinks it's hysterical that I haven't seen the other. Oh, so I'm I, it, so excited. Yeah, I'm not. But anyway. <laughs> no, for your review. Yeah, I can't I'm wait not. for it next week. <laughs> Listen out for that one on Joy. <laughs> we do have a story, and you know how I love I love dog stories because I've got one. You are Dawson a mad for a dog story. Yeah, Cooper Murphy. Yeah, <laughs> here's one, and this is going to it'll pull some hearts strings, you know, a few little tears around town. A dog found swimming more than 220 kilometres from the shore of... What are you playing, <laughs> what are you playing there? I think this is just some atmosphere. Oh, oh okay, because okay, we're going to Thailand. Yes, this is yes. Off the shores of Thailand, an oil rig crew actually discovered that the dog was swimming 220 k's out to sea. How much? 220 k off the Oof. off Thailand, like miles out. Miles and miles, 220 k. Wow, 135 miles, and uh, <laughs> a worker on the rig belonging to this big production company. Um, his name is Vitiska, and Vitiska uh, saw the dog swimming towards the platform on Friday. And uh, they said they're lucky to spot it because if you hadn't, the, the waves were big. They wouldn't have seen his head. No, not head. at all. He's out there. They think he, what he did. Vitiska said that uh, <laughs> he thought that they might have fallen off the back of a fishing trawler. 
oh. and they didn't know. Um, the crew managed to lower a rope and secure it around the dog's neck, which made me sad. Yes. Because I thought, you could choke the little dog. Yeah, bugger. I don't think that's a safe way <laughs> to do <laughs> not it. A way to, but it was the only way at the oh. time, apparently. Um, but he's safe and sound, and he survived the, the, uh, the incident, and he's up for adoption if you need a dog. You can go to Thailand oh. and get one. He's also qualified for the Olympics for the uh, <laughs> for the long swim. He has. <laughs> Very talented little pooch. <laughs> and thank you, Batiska. Love songs and dedications with Richard Mercer on this Valentine's Day special. Who's on the line? Oh, hi. It's, um, it's Coral Reef here from Dubton Down. Hi, Coral. That's an interesting name. Where did that come from? Well, Richard, our last name is Reef, and apparently when I was born, Dad said to Mum afterwards that her vagina looked like a giant clamshell, so they decided to call me Coral, Coral Reef. Fascinating. So whom do you want to send a message to tonight, Coral? Oh, I'd really like to send my beautiful boyfriend, Pitbull, a very happy Valentine's message. Pitbull? It's not the singer, is it, Coral? <laughs> oh, no, Richard. My people can actually sing and he doesn't have a hair lip or hang around prostitutes in Vegas. So what do you want to say to people tonight? Hi, people. I've loved you since the first time we rooted in your dad's shed when I just turned 16 and you asked me for ID. Since then, we've had six wonderful children together and I can't wait to celebrate my 21st birthday with you all. People, one day I know you'll make me your wife and I can't wait to walk down the aisle at the Dandenong RSL and Bowling Club function room. I look forward to spending the rest of my days raising our six boys and making you the happiest Comanchero ever. Coral. Those beautiful words and the way they were delivered have set all of Melbourne's dogs off in a chorus of howling happiness. May you and Pitbull get to scratch each other's romantic itch on this happy VD Day, Valentine's Day. Oh, thanks, love God! No, thank you, you poor simple bitch. And here's a track from our heart to your heart on love songs and dedications. Murphy's Law Radio Show. Trust us, just follow the bouncing ball. It's an unfortunate name, isn't it, Agnes? <laughs> it is an unfortunate name. Because she's so pretty and it's a beautiful song, but it sounds like, I don't know, it sounds like cow meat. <laughs> now, I've got a little story for you here. Let's play some music and get in the mood, shall we? Timothy? Mine oh. Murphy's not here? Ah. Yeah. An Indiana man is suing his parents for a pretty ballsy act, destroying his very valuable porn collection. Oh. That's right, the man has been identified only as Charlie, claims a porn stash was estimated value uh, $28,940.72. And 72 cents. And 72 cents. <laughs> what can you buy for the 72 mm, cents? Maybe a French mm, And includes more than 400 VHS tapes, more than 1,600 DVDs and 160-plus CDs, uh, 70 sex toys. Uh, uh, now, I want to challenge old Charlie on that a little bit because I don't think my collection's far off that. <laughs> Just quietly. But That's we, not what we I was do, expecting. No, well, we have a bit of a problem these days because I don't... I 
no longer have a DVD player. No. And they don't have a VHS player as well. And 400 VHS tapes. That's a, But I'm curious as to 160 plus CDs. What, is that just a soundtrack of Probably, sex? just like we're playing now. Oh. Just the waka waka music. <laughs> and But he's actually seeking a total. He's got a little greedy old. He's had a big fallout with the parents. He, he's suing them for $86,822.16. Uh, and that's what he says it's going to cost to replace all of them, whatever. Well, hey, you can't get VHS no. anymore, so you, you're up at Creek there. And, um, and But I like some of the, his, the film titles that he, yes. he had with his collection, Frisky Business. I think Ooh. I may have seen that in my straight days. Ooh. Big Bad Grannies. What are you looking at when you... I don't know if you need that one know. back. No, do you? I don't know whether anyone needs to watch that at all. Ooh. Poke my eyeballs out, That's to be quite grannies. honest. Anyway, he's suing the parents. And his dad, God bless the father, he's not standing for it because he said, listen, you know what? I would destroy, I would literally destroy, if it was, I found a kilo of crack cocaine, I'd destroy that as well. Oh, it's, really? I'm looking after your best interests. <laughs> God bless God him. God bless him. <laughs> don't steal my porn collection. We could, quite frankly, go animal crazy on this show this afternoon. I've got another little animal story here. A clever little gorilla has uh, figured out how to climb through an electric fence at the Burgers Zoo in the Netherlands without getting zapped. Oh, uh, it, it, I've it's seen It's a this. really good video. We just put it on our Facebook page. You've got to check it out. He's really intelligent, isn't super he, smart. He's so clever, isn't he? Absolutely. And once on the other side, the young gorilla casually taps on the glass, separating the enclosure from the tourists as to say, hey, kids, I'm here. Look at me. Check me it. out. I, I did, did it. it. And uh, as he wanders around the, uh, what has previously been uh, a, v- a forbidden zone, the gorilla used his ninja skills to slide back through the fence in the same way without getting zapped. That's Now, that's smart. It is so Because good. I've seen my sister, who may, may or not resemble this... <laughs> fella, sort of not even be able to get out of a nightclub door. Oh, dear. Uh, so <laughs> if we're weighing up the intelligent level intelligent level oh. between Anna Smurphy and this handsome gorilla... I'm going to go with the gorilla. I'm going to go with the gorilla too. Yeah. And she's listening, streaming us live yeah. from Japan right now, so we're in trouble. Hi, Tom says, hey, dudes, where's your sister? Hello, well, Tom. Hello, Tom. Sounds like he's on a ute. Yeah. Um, I don't know, Tom. Well, she I do know. She's in Japan, but we haven't heard from her. So Whereabouts in Japan? I think today they're gone to Tokyo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow, but she's with... Look, you've got to understand the dynamic. You've got Anna Murphy, who's quite out there, mm-hmm. right, and will stop anyone for a chat. Oh, yeah. She's got millions of them to, to, to talk to. And so she will be chatting away. And she's got, you've got my Christian mother, 74, Dorothy Faye, who will be blessing people, lighting candles, talking about her bunions, <laughs> all that kind of stuff going on. You can see it, can't I you? Can. The dynamic I is quite crazy. And, and it will be wonderful. And there'll be so many stories. I might not even turn up next week. Just let her do two and a half hours of her talking about her Japan trip. <laughs> God. Uh, Tune in for that, won't you? Yeah. Next week on Murphy's Law. Something that I find interesting at the moment is we're in the middle of, you know, an election sort of wind up, uh, uh, rev up. Yes, So yes. Uh, the election takes place on May 18th. Mm-hmm. Uh, not that anyone really cares at the moment. I don't know too many people talking about it. And also something else is on that day, which is Eurovision. Yes. Uh, and I'm Probably hearing a lot more people talking about that. Yeah, a little bit more excited about that than I am about the federal so election. So I'm sort of thinking, because when you look at the parties and whatever, and someone asked me the other day, oh, who do you think is going to win? I don't really, like to me, I feel like they're pretty much the same. It's There's just middle-aged 
white privileged men talking crap and bagging mm. the hell out of each other. Well, that's what I've noticed is yep. that I don't I don't know what anyone's policies or what good things they're doing for each other, but what I do know is that they're very good at slagging out old mate. Yeah, over just you know, it's all very negative and it's very yeah. I, look, I feel what needs to happen to draw the gay community's attention is that our leader and uh, the one wanting the position mm-hmm. should maybe sing Eurovision songs. Now, and and that should be the ad. You're getting me. Getting Do you know what I mean about that? That's a great way to think of yeah, it. Yeah, you got um, Scomo belting out a little bit of a big, bright, colourful number. Yes, and then you've got um, what's his name? Shorting, shorten pants. Bill, little Billy, <laughs> Billy. Sitting up there doing a... Maybe you know, a ballad. Or it could be a ballad, a power yeah. ballad, Ooh. where he rises up and he's got this long skirt and he lifts us up into the, into the ceiling and there's <laughs> lights and lasers and smoke machines. and That's why, how I think they should sell it. That's how the election should be. It should be like yeah, that. Just one big Euro- Eurovision. Absolutely. Anyway, that's... <laughs> That's my take on. Wow! Yeah. <laughs> if you want all the now. facts and all the all the political gossip, <laughs> come to us. <laughs> love songs and dedications with the love god Richard Mercer. Who do we have on the line? Oh hi, um, it's Dave here from Cranbourne. Oh hello, Dave, and welcome to the show. How can we help you tonight? Oh well, Richard. I've just broken up with my girlfriend seven years and I'm really sad. Oh, what was her name, Dave? Oh, it was Trina, Richard. T-R-R-Y-N-N-A-H. Dave, that's terrible news. What actually happened? Well, Richard, I'm not too sure. One day we were together and the next she ran off with the plumber. That's tough, Dave, and we feel your pain. Was it because you sound like your nuts are in your throat? Or did the plumber have a bigger pipe than yours? Oh, I think it was the latter. Oh, well, Dave, to cheer you up as you sit out there in Cranbourne with your tiny little package whilst eating your feelings and thinking about what a cheating whore Trina was, here's a song from our heart to yours. Here's the communards. Don't leave me this way. Oh, thanks, Richard. Murphy's Law Radio Show. Trust us, just follow the bouncing ball. Here's a little story for you, Tim. Oh. Because you know how I'm slightly dyslexic. Yes, I You know how I can go off on all bits of tangents and stuff when I'm trying to read. Oh, yes. Yeah. And everything gets stuck in the teeth. Oh, it all goes a bit skew if. Well, there's a road crew in Florida who are getting an F for their spelling. Oh. Because motorists noticed the other day as they were driving past a particular spot near a school, the uh, the uh, road crew had painted the word school oh, well, as a pedestrian crossing yes, in the road. That makes Instead sense. Instead of school as S-C-H-O-O-L, yeah. it was spelled S-C-O-H-O-L. Scott Hall. Scott I think they were on the Scott alcohol yeah, yeah. <laughs> when they did Scott Hall. So um, oh, I'm not too sure how you muck that up. I mean, I'm bad. My spelling's atrocious, but and a big sign like that in a public place, you'd probably check, well, wouldn't I, you? I don't think you'd be doing that job solo, do you? No. <laughs> so who, someone's got to spell check that. I don't know whether this road crew probably finished <laughs> year nine. That looks good to me. <laughs> that looks pretty good. Hey, that's, hey, that's great. <laughs> Tim, while we were away on holidays, yes. uh, Easter Monday rocked around. Yep. And I was possibly maybe a little bit... I had a few celebrations on the Sunday night, right. as you do, it's Easter. Yes, of course. So I wasn't feeling great. No. As you, 
too you know, much chocolate? Too much of everything. Right. And I woke up in the morning and I was like, oh, God, you know what? This is the thing about having a puppy. You've got to take him for a walk. Uh. Because otherwise he's going to do it all over the balcony and it runs into the neighbour's house and all that kind of stuff. <laughs> anyway, so I decided I would take him for a walk, mm, which I did. But I, my job. head wasn't quite there and I walked out of the house and I grabbed the keys and, uh, and then took him for a bit of a walk around the block and then came back and went, oh, what are those keys? They're not the right keys. They're the n- not the right keys. Oh, They're the balcony no. keys. But the balcony is like two levels up, right? <laughs> and so I've taken the wrong keys and locked, myself, locked the keys in the house. So I've got the dog... I've just got back from Woolworths across the road, so I've got a bag of shopping, the dog. I've got the, I can't get into the house. <laughs> I've got no spare key. They're all inside the house. Why do you leave spare keys oh inside the house? God. And I'm like, what the hell am I going to do? So I was like, oh, tortured, massive hangover, and thinking to myself, what what, how, what do I do? Ring a mate. Dial a friend. So I rang up a mate and I said, mate, what are you doing? He goes, oh, nothing. I'm just hanging around. Can you take me to Bunnings? I need to go to Bunnings and get a ladder. He goes, what do you mean? Oh. I said, oh, I've locked the keys in the house. Uh, I need to go to Bunnings to get a ladder. He goes, why didn't you get, why didn't you get locksmith? Too expensive. Yeah, I said, I, all I need is a five-metre ladder. I can do this thing, right? Because the last time I locked my keys in my house when I was at the old place, I went to the fire brigade across the road and said, can you guys help me out? And they drove the truck around. Oh, sweet. Yeah, and they had set it all up and there was alarm things going and sirens and they climbed, oh. they had the ladder and it was all very dramatic. And I thought, oh, I don't need that this time. <laughs> I just need to get into just the house. The so I went to Bunnings with the dog and the shopping, went to Bunnings, grabbed the ladder, came back, was able, because thank God I had the keys for the balcony, able to get over it. The neighbour downstairs who I've just met, named Jack, who was topless and very handsome, with a girlfriend straight, and he was like, he was hungover as well. And so there I am trying to get in. He did say to me, look, do you want to use the table and me stand on it and throw you over? And I go, are you an Olympic pole vaulter like because (laughs) i don't know whether that's going to work and i'm going to fall through the table we're both going to die and they're going to find us i'm going to be in your garden here's me in my late 40s and you in your your early 20s and i'll say what the hell went on here you're topless and whatever and you're gorgeous so i finally got in there's my easter story wow don't leave your keys in make sure you plant a lock in your neighbor's garden somewhere yep so you don't all right that's it end of story well done thanks Tim, yes. I was just saying to a mate of mine the other day that I, you know, <laughs> as I'm getting a little older, I was thinking, maybe I'll go a beard. Never had one. Can't really grow one. I'm not, it, it, well, I don't know because I've never really, I've sort of attempted, but not really. You I know, I've don't had a, think I've even seen you with facial hair. Oh, I've had a three-day sort of thing where I didn't shave. That's <laughs> as good as I got. And I thought that looks tr- terrible. But I've read this article and for all our bearded friends out there, all our bears and bearded friends, you're not going to like the story. Ooh. It's not great. So researchers at, in Zurich in Switzerland, who are pretty good at what they do, yeah. uh, wanted to determine whether evaluating humans and dogs in the same MRI scanner would be hygienic. They did so by comparing the bacterial load in colony-forming units of uh, human, whatever it is, uh, whatever, Pathi- uh, from 18 bearded men and microorganisms. Yeah, I know, it was long and I, I'm it tired. Long. I've been on for I a long time. Uh, 18 bearded men and 30 furry dogs. Um, now, the research also compared the extent of bacterial contamination of the MRI scanner used by both okay. dogs and humans, blah, 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 yep. whatever. As right. it turns out, as it turns out, people, the bearded bros show high uh, microbial counts compared with only 23 of the 30. 30 dogs. In oh. fact, seven of the, men, of the men had so much beard bacteria they were at risk of getting sick. Ugh. So what they've discovered is a lot of men out there, their beards are, are less hygienic than dogs. Fur. Oh. I, can, I get it. I get it. <laughs> I don't even know where to go with that because it, 
it's kind of like we've got a lot of people listening and have beards. Yes, but the, and they would they would they must understand. Like I have a, a very long I've bearded. I've thought friend. about that. Is it do they need to be scrubbed and washed every day? Yeah. Like, it's, yeah. and he would was, you think you'd do that in the shower anyway? Would you think? Maybe don't they don't. But even when you were eating, right? Like I was with my mate the other day. He had a bit of cheese stuck in his beard. There was some dip off his lip. Like yeah. I was like, I just wanted to take a photo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yes. And look, that story wasn't to offend our bearded no. um, listeners. Just to give you advice. Give it a bit of a scrub. Yeah. You're in the shower. Yeah. You're doing your biz. Just get the a- antibacterial stuff. <laughs> wash it up. <laughs> Lather it up. Some for the nuts. Some, some for, for the, the bits. We were talking about beards because there's an article in the paper about bearded men and not being as hygienically clean yes. as your little puppy. We've had a message here that said, I would su- suspect that many of the Joy listeners with beards would be more a beard pro than um, perhaps you'd say your local bike gang member. Probably, Which yes. is true. Yes. How there's even an entire range of beard products aimed directly at gay men. There oh. you go. So, yeah. Cleanliness Great. is ne- next to godliness. Um, now, that's it from us. We're out of here. Anna Murphy is back next week. She'll have millions of stories about Japan and my crazy, lovely, no doubt. flamboyant mother. Christian mother who will be talking about bunions. What are you doing for the rest of the week? Well, on Friday, I've got a, a great mate of mine who lives in Singapore who's flown in to catch up with mates, so having great. dinner with him. That's great. Saturday, Excellent. I'm off to go and see uh, Drag Queen performing somewhere. Wow. A, a big one, a RuPaul Drag Queen. Exciting. Uh, and then Monday, I know that we're back on Monday, but it's my 19-year oh, anniversary on Monday. Well so give yourself the clap. Oh. Ni- 19 years. Yeah. Wow. That's a, you're That's like a gay success story. Well, I, well. Well, that's it more interesting than my week. I've got a, a mole scan check. Oh. <laughs> I've got to do my GST and tax. <laughs> and I've got to coach 11-year-old girls to help them point their toes in a diving competition. Oh. Do you know, if they were fish, John West would throw them all back in. <laughs> but I love them. They're cute. God uh, bless them. That's it from us. We are out of here. Enjoy the week. We'll see you next week. Ciao. Ciao. This Joycast is a free service brought to you by Joy 94.9. Support Joy 94.9 by becoming a member at joy.org.au. This podcast was produced by Joy Media. You can support Joy's diverse sound and diverse community this June by donating to Joy Radiothon 2024. Go to joy.org.au slash radiothon. And remember, we all flourish with joy. Joy.